0: hello and welcome to the pod people welcome back yeah this is episode 22. wow i know two, two. good stuff yeah we are joeless unfortunately that's right, right? which means we are joyless You're sans joe yeah it's unfortunate hmm. throwing in some latin but we got the rest of the fine kids here you got dutch hola we have tomas that's me and that oh. shrill voice you heard from the top, of course, is Zach. <laughs> yeah.
1: Famously from Zach's Corner. We don't know that. how we got him here. Yeah. yeah.
2: He was just walking around in the studio.
1: They're <laughs> like, please, sir, could you pop in? And he's like, all dame, kiss the ring.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you guys are too much, man. You old flirts. All right. So, the movie we did this week, uh, I had a very set criteria because I was like, no, Joe. Let's do something crazy. So I threw a whole bunch of stuff at the wall, and the only thing that stuck with any interest was Natural Reborn Killers. Yes. Which, of course, is a fucking crazy movie.
1: Zach has been hyping this movie since we've known each other. Yeah. I do talk yeah, about it too much. One.
0: There's certain movies I talk about too much.
1: Yeah. In fact... Um I, I had this suspicion, but after seeing the movie, I think Zach models his look off of Woody
0: Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just lost my hair. It's not my
2: fault. <laughs> you are a big fan of Woody Harrelson, though. I <laughs> am. Well, as, oh, I, are, as yeah, I love yeah, Woody We Harrelson, all are, yeah. Of you know.
0: Zombieland fame. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> all right, we're going to get you your fun facts so we can get this show on the road. Because some people have real jobs to get to. <laughs> yes. Those are right. <laughs> Uh fun facts was released August twenty sixth, nineteen ninety four in the States. Our budget was thirty four million and our gross in the US was fifty million. They mm-hmm. said cumulative worldwide was fifty million, so it was the same number. So I don't know why that happens sometimes. They have the US gross, but then the maybe, world gross isn't different. Maybe they didn't put it overseas. Yeah. So
1: the worldwide is the American gross.
0: Makes a lot of sense. Because I know that this movie's like uh pretty
1: bad it's it's fairly <laughs> controversial i yeah. think it was eighth most controversial film of all time or something really What's the most controversial i don't know i'd assume a serbian film or something like that oh. i don't know something is that really there. like one of the well, most we won't do that one on the no we're not gonna do thing. that one not gonna be fun oh then we got that's for you to look up yeah dear listener. <laughs> yeah
0: i do not want to have that on my conscious internet history or anything associated with this show yeah um the <laughs>
1: Don't do that one on a full stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. Uh, the other fun fact is this is one of the movies that Tarantino wrote but didn't make in the 90s, right? Because, you know, of course we know that he did Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dog, and Jackie Brown in the 90s, right? But he also wrote, from Dust Till on True Romance, and then this movie. But he saw this as a love movie, and uh, Oliver Stone made, like, a political statement about violence <laughs> and sex and the media and... You know, how we're all obsessed with everything. As is his want. Yeah. And then uh, Tarantino's like, then just put story by. And then it's my hypothesis that that's why he wrote True Romance. Because that movie is, like, pretty much like the same similar kind of idea. It's just those two are, like, super in love with each other doing crazy stupid shit just together. And they don't care because they love each other. Mm. I don't know. Just a thought. As True Romance comes out later. So uh, until this it.
1: very conversation, I've never heard of True Romance. It's really great.
0: You'll like it. I'll show it to you sometime. But anyway, that's enough. Fun facts off the top. Let's get to the actual business.
1: Dutch. Take it away. I barely <laughs> took notes. Fantastic. We open with we open with, uh, we open with um, the same this uh, the same diner that uh, um, Tim Robbins and Martin Lawrence were in and nothing to lose.
0: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Fun facts, number whatever. <laughs> no, it's
1: the same mid nineties middle and nowhere diner yeah. that we get hmm. in like every mid-90s movie yeah. Yeah. and um, hmm. I'll just cut to the chase uh, two people come in they murder everybody Basically. Well, you know, there's yeah, some stuff in between but, um, you know, that, but yeah. it, it is more nuanced uh, so this is where um, my first issue crops up damn right away
0: he's going to tear apart this movie kids put on your seatbelt <laughs> my childhood is okay. going no, down no. So this
1: this isn't this this isn't a knock on the film it's just my personal taste. And that yeah. is I feel like like half of this movie was filmed like it was found footage, shaky cam, mm-hmm. you know, somebody coming in and out, no, you know, real and then the other half mm-hmm. of the movie was shot by uh the team that did um the uh 1960s Batman show. <laughs> a lot of dutch angles, a lot of filters <laughs> like yeah. you know, it's just it's it's just a bit much for me. Like yeah. in in a in a sit down film to have that for an hour, two hours. Yeah, it was pretty two much. hours. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a lot.
0: Like, yeah, there's a lot going on in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
1: there's there's a lot uh, moving around, and uh, we'll we'll talk about the the editing a little bit later. And yeah. uh, but that's that's the first thing, and and the whole the whole film doesn't. Um, it doesn't let you catch a breath, which yeah. is a good thing. Yeah, it's unrelenting yeah. for sure. And it's, yeah. you know, it's just, oh, we, we angled it this way, now we're angling it that way. Now we're breaking mm-hmm. the 360 rule because we can. Now it's a bit of animation. Now it's Robert Downey Jr. dressed like a devil with blood on him. It's like, okay. Yeah. And and it literally moves that quick. Yeah. If not yeah. faster, than my words can move. Yeah. But uh, they roll into this diner. It's the best they look the whole film, in my opinion. Like, yeah. it's it's their iconic, you know, look. Yeah, the one they always use, yeah. yeah. Maybe. It, um... And it's, it's weird, because they, they have animated segments in this film, very briefly interspersed, but I feel like this first section, the way that they're dressed, is super stylized. I feel like it's almost like a comic book adaptation. Mm. Like, um, just the way everything is so extreme, and all everything is so uh, crisp. Yeah. So, this is the first time that we notice that things move between uh, color and black and white. hmm And I'd probably need to watch this movie again to... Like, at at first I thought I had it. I thought every time it cut to black and white, we were going into their minds and how they saw everything. But then as the film progressed, I had less and less faith in that hypothesis, as we saw more characters black and white when it was just still framed. Yeah. And I wasn't quite sure what was going on. Yeah. But... I know this is a lot of noise because you're not you're not seeing it and it's it's yeah. it's just a bit much. is yeah. what I'm saying. But yeah. for the tone of this film it, it completely fits. Mm-hmm. It it is what it wanted to do and it keeps doing that and I applaud that. But yeah. for me personally it's a, it gives me kind of a headache, just motion sickness type. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like going back and forth between yeah. different effects. Or... Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's uh yeah, you know, it's it's a lot for my poor reptile brain. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Well, at this point too, though, right? Is everything happens in this movie? Every way they do something in the movie is for a purpose and for like they don't. Nothing happens by accident. No,
1: I completely agree. Yeah. It's not like they were being lazy, which is why they had a shaky cam. It's not like yeah. they didn't have a plan, which is why they were doing all the Dutch angles. Everything is probably how Oliver Stone wanted it to yeah. look for the most part. Yeah. You know, nothing's a hundred percent, but like you know. It's probably pretty much what he wanted to see is on yeah. screen, and I don't, I don't believe it was out of laziness that there's so much hand camera. It's just, it's, it's what they wanted to go yeah.
2: for. So yeah. Just clarify, what is the Dutch angle? Is that a specific? It's what he always uses. That's you. <laughs> it's his when angle. I, I film, I use a Dutch angle. Okay. <laughs> I have a so, okay, okay. so
1: a Dutch angle. Uh, it was introduced to me by uh, by my father when we were watching uh, the nineteen sixties Batman, the Adam West oh, Batman. Yes. And basically, anytime the villain shows up, instead of, you know, having everything straight, the camera level to the ground, it's yeah. slightly tilted at an angle, one way or another. So that, um, it's, it's a skew, basically. You're not filming with, uh, the camera parallel to the ground. You're filming with, with the right. box slightly tilted to, you know, discombobulate you, yeah. more or less. So, so when the villain comes out, it's skewed because the villain is skewed. So this whole film... Uh-huh. Is I didn't even. With, with uh, Dutch angles. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's the... that community college degree That's coming right, in right man. there. Oh, oh sorry. That's no, right. I didn't want to blow out the mic. No, no, yeah, because we do that all Thank the you. time. you. We blow out the mic all the time. And yes. then And then afterwards, uh, Tomas turns off the mics and he yells. Tomas yeah. is a screamer.
0: I've been <laughs> reprimanded several times. It's <laughs> not pretty.
1: I had to tell my mom I fell down the stairs last night. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. So we're in the diner. <laughs> and this is where we're introduced to Mickey and Mallory. So these are our... Uh, I guess they're the protagonists. Yes, even they though, are the protagonists. Even though yes. they are technically the bad guys in the movie,
1: right? Well, no, like, a protagonist is just who no, we no, follow. No, no, I, I yeah. understand
0: that, yeah. But, you know, everyone always sit, whittles it down to protagonist, good guy, antagonist, bad guy. Yeah. But there's not really that. Mm. It's always weird when you're, like, riding with, like... The bad guy. Yeah. You know, it's always an interesting take on the movie. So they're in the diner, and as Dutch says, these people come in, they start creating problems, and Mickey and Mallory, they handle it, right? There yeah. you go. And this is their first time where we see how much they love each other, and this is all good, and then we get the montage of them driving. Yes. And then we're hearing news bulletins, we're seeing clippings.
1: So so for this montage, because with the diner, I was trying to get a feel for, for what this was going to be but um i was corrected with this driving montage Mm. because this driving montage it is your classic you know um it it starts with your classic like 1950s green screen car you know (laughs) like they're they're driving and they have like the moving projector behind them of road and whatnot but um they they switch to all kinds of different angles of the car and um you have news flashes going by you have horses you have animals eating other things just this this feast of disgusting imagery in the background as they're driving and they're um they're going they're like breaking down these fake barriers and their their fake car you know they're yeah. they're uh, they're making out they're touching each other you know people are dying and back and forth and uh you know it kind of reminds me of the the Willy Wonka tunnel <laughs> that, <laughs> that they're going through <laughs> That or and also a little bit the uh, the opening of uh, of the Naked Gun films, oh, like, yeah. just yeah. just a little bit, yeah. just just a tad. Felt my film <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so, you know, but it's it's clearly it's not done. It, it's done. What's I I don't, don't want to say cheaply. It's done fake on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like you can totally yeah. see through the illusion, but that is a complete call you know yeah they they knew what they wanted it was intentional yeah. yeah thank you tomas yeah words <laughs> fail me that's all i'm here for exactly it's been a long day again.
0: i'm sorry it's all right we'll get
1: through this <laughs> it's just a podcast
0: there you go exactly who listens anyway
1: <laughs> i do my uncle does tomas does when he edits it and then <laughs> <laughs>
0: he just sends it out to the universe like eh.
2: <laughs> we have a listener in like I don't even know. We got
1: them was. all over. I was mm-hmm. just kidding. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I know. I don't know who you are, but thank you. Yeah. Like, honestly, from the it bottom of my, my heart, day. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who you're from. <laughs> Never mind. So we get to you the this montage. Yeah.
0: And then we have Mickey and Mallory talking. And it's a lot of Mallory throughout this movie talking, like, fake deep. Like, she thinks she's so much deeper and more profound than she is. But she's really just rambling all the time. That
1: is the tone of the whole film. I think yeah. every character is just rambling.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think that Mickey believes what he's saying,
1: though. Well, they say that with... Um, I, I always get them mixed up, you know, sociopath and psychopath and yeah. whatnot. But they say that one of the traits of that is that a person will talk about their emotions frequently and then just keep rambling about who they are inside and on and on and on. Yeah. And, you know, just keep talking about all the things that they want to keep talking about and just keep talking ah. and just, you know, not continue to there. pontificate I, I don't let any he, air I in the room and just <laughs> <laughs> talk about how they feel and I want to talk about how this movie made me feel and just you know feel some more
0: yeah fantastic so after this after Mallory's done talking we get a flashback because she's talking about how you know they met yeah you know and uh, we get it's it's in a sitcom style oh this is my favorite part of yeah. the movie mine too yeah and it uh, the show is called I Love Mallory
1: <laughs> yeah so she comes down the Brady Bunch stairs <laughs> and it's it's shot in a camera it's it's held back it it looks like it completely looks like a set done live yeah. you know and everything and this is where um in the opening credits it listed who was in the film and one of the people listed in the film was Rodney Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. yes sir <laughs> And I was very happy, because I love Rodney Dangerfield. He's (laughs) a hilarious comedian um, from back in the day. Um, I was telling telling the guys, uh, one of my favorite jokes is uh, that uh, my wife always wants to talk when we're having sex. Last week she called me from a motel. (laughs) (laughs) And his, his delivery is perfect. But here he plays, you know, the... Old, crotchety, ugly, wife-beating, molests-his-daughter type guy. Yeah, he's a total skeeves. He's yeah. a horrible person. And yet still sells his comedy. I know, I've had a problem. <laughs> I it's know, that's the worst. still so fucking funny.
0: Like, you feel terrible laughing and all the terrible things he says. Yeah. So, Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, he, I mean, he's still really funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, I don't know how he was funny here, and then, like, you know, just... Yeah. you know, he's doing terrible, awful This is, things. like,
0: heavy material, yeah. and he's still, like, just killed. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> he
1: can't sell Rover Dangerfield, and I don't know, like, where that disconnect came <laughs> like, I don't know what happened.
0: Nobody knows. Moves him into a rug. All right. And so during this sitcom thing, he's just saying all kinds of terrible things. Yeah. He's, you know, applying you know, that. He's going to yeah. molest Mallory later. And
1: in the sitcom, it has a laugh track. Yeah. And I'd like to point out that many, many sitcoms, and I think the, they did a whole episode in uh, Always Sunny about this. Like, it's <laughs> terrible things happening, but you put the laugh track under it, and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and this is doing pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, like right, at weird it,
3: times.
0: Yeah. And so they're talking at the table, and then there's a doorbell goes yeah. up. And this is Mickey comes in. Yeah. He's a meat delivery guy. That's and right. he says that he has 50 pounds of beef. <laughs> Which just makes
1: me yeah. laugh really hard. And uh, Mallory gets a look at him and starts singing some Tony Basil.
0: <laughs> exactly. So it's like Love at First Type Stuff. Like you can yeah. immediately see their connection between each other. They're like all that. And I do a hand motion and I tilt my head like we can actually see what I'm doing. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, no, it's
1: it's instant, and they they talk about fate, you know. Yeah. On the first side, and they, they see each other, and it's like, oh yeah, that that's that.
0: Yeah, and he's like, let's go for a drive.
1: Yeah. So meanwhile, Mallory weighs her options. Like for a brief second, do I stay home and get molested by my dad, or do I drive off with this hot meat delivery guy yeah. who's probably going to deliver some meat? Yeah. I'm going to drive off with that guy. Yeah. So she takes off.
0: Yeah, and the family's pissed off.
1: Yeah, because they stole the car. Yeah. yeah. Still a sitcom situation, but
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then we get credits on the sitcom. Yeah. It's where the sitcom episode is over, and then we're black and white, and Mickey's in jail. And yeah. Mallory's visiting him, and uh, Mallory's informing him that my dad's going to move us away so you can't find
1: us. While giving him a handjob under the table. Well, yeah. I mean... <laughs> it's a very so, important scene.
0: No, I know. <laughs> That's why you normally steer the car but you know you're not staying in the car so yeah I don't someone remember else, enough someone else I was, else has I was to drive. in and out this whole yeah. film so <laughs> that's why I'm driving the car and it's not gonna be as good Do you listen to ex corner
1: <laughs> I try not to <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh that's so good so anyway they're talking in the jail and uh, Mickey says that you know they're fated to be together and nothing can drive them apart wherever he takes you I'll come find you because yes. we're meant to be yeah, and then uh, it's a little bit later, and uh, Mickey's on work detail. Yeah, and a, a tornado hits, and he takes it as an opportunity
1: yeah. to escape. The so prison. in in work detail, they're at a ranch. Yeah, and there's there's a bunch of horses, and they all start going crazy because the tornado's coming. The bunch of dust kicks kicks up, and uh, Woody Harrelson's like, "Oh yeah, now's now's my time." Yeah. So uh, he. Knocks out the deputy, or the person you know rides off with the horse. You know, yes. proving a team of wild horses couldn't keep. You know, oh. Them. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> I I missed that message. <laughs>
1: rides off to the tornado, um, and he he totally gets away.
0: Pinchukayo. That's what I remember from this part. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you gets <did> to that. <laughs> so anyway. Now, it's presumably later that night, perhaps, Mickey shows up at the house, right? There's like, uh, Mallory's asleep, and you hear the car pull up outside. Yeah. And they're like, what's going on here? And then we go downstairs, and Dad's watching wrestling on TV. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then Tomas plays the, Zach name the wrestler. Yes. Because Zack can't. You got one for two. And so then, uh, Mickey, he barges in, and then he gets in a little fight with the dad. With a
1: tire iron.
0: Yeah and he gets in a fight with the dad and then Mallory jumps on the dad's back so she's helping him, attack him and they're all fighting him and they end up drowning him in the fish tank and hitting him in the head with a tire iron and then
1: they kill Rodney Danger. Drowned in a small amount of water is the worst way to go Ask Bruce Willis (laughs) Oh
0: bad And so then uh, Mallory celebrates She's
2: like, he's dead, he's
3: fucking dead
0: and then Mickey goes where's the old bag yeah and then we go upstairs and the mom they've tied her to her bed and then they pour gasoline
1: on her and they light her on fire i think it's her. lighter fluid oh yeah sorry yeah. that's completely pedantic i don't but, know i don't um, care i'm just trying to <laughs> well every time i tie someone to a bed to light them on fire you really gotta choose <laughs> your accelerant correctly. yeah or, or no, not accelerant. You're, you're, you're Accelerin. And never mind. Yeah. <laughs> too so, deep into the woods. <laughs> and they light
0: the house on fire, and it's burning. And yeah. they run out of the mom's room, and then she sees Kevin, her little brother. Her little brother. And then Mickey goes to go kill him, too. Yeah. And Mallory stops him. And then she looks at Kevin and says, you're free now, Kevin. And then like the fire is like flashing over his face, and he has like this this evil look on his yeah. face. <laughs> I
1: think they were setting up for a sequel. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, is that, is that what that was? <laughs>
0: yeah. So they escape, and then it shows, you know, later, they're on a bridge, and they're throwing their possessions off the bridge, because yeah. this is their new life. This is the new them. They're free. Yeah, it's soccer be, ball, pink briefcase. Yeah, it's all them. the things yeah. linking them to their past, because they don't need that anymore. Yes. This is their future. All they need is each other, and they're talking about that, you know. And they're talking to the world, and then Mickey proposes to Mallory. says, do you want to marry me? And, and Mallory's like, of course I do. Yeah. So he cuts his hand, cuts her hand, puts their hands together, and they drip the blood into the water. And then, you know, it's symbolizing that they're one with the earth
1: now. Yeah, we get a great uh, little animated sequence of blood becoming snakes yeah. and all kinds of fun stuff.
0: Yeah, and so then uh, Mickey says that he's going to marry them. And then Mallory says, how? And he's like, I'm the god of my universe. Yeah. Which shows his ego right away. And how she maybe should see this as a warning Right flag right there. Yeah. But, and so then they're they're married. Yeah. And then they have a really funny moment, which isn't supposed to be fun. I'm fucked up in the head, guys. That's why I think so much of this movie is funny.
1: No, a lot of it is funny.
0: But there's a car driving by. And yeah. they're all pissed off because they're honking and then yeah. uh, Mickey and Mallory are pissed and then Mickey says there will be no killing on our wedding day and I don't know why that <laughs> line makes me laugh so hard but it's like you know he's got principles no it's, it's <laughs> fun
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it's good stuff well yeah the the best serial killers are sorry he's a mass murderer yeah, yeah. they all got principles yeah, yeah.
0: and then uh, the important thing here is they have matching rings yeah and, and Mickey says this is how everyone will know we're connected this is what binds us yeah And then uh, it's when we get uh, some documentary footage of, like, a crime show, American Maniacs. Yeah. Hosted by Wayne Gale. Played by who, Dutch?
1: Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Which, I have to say, is, like, another thing that I can't stand in this movie.
0: Oh, is Robert Downey Jr.?
1: Oh, I can't stand him in this film.
0: Oh, man, I think he's spectacular. I'm a
1: big... I like Robert Downey Jr. I think (laughs) he's a phenomenal actor. I liked him pre-rehab. I liked him post-rehab. Like, I like all the phases of Robert Downey Jr. Even Apex,
0: Tropic Thunder, Robert Downey Jr.? I
1: did not care for that film. (laughs) But... (laughs) But, um... (laughs) So he's, uh... But the whole movie, he's doing an Aussie accent. Yeah. And it's just not good. Yeah. It's just not a good accent. And I don't know if that was a choice. I don't know who Greenland that or like. I was trying to see if there was some kind of meta reason for him to have a bad Australian accent. Like if there was something I was missing with how bad that accent was or if it was just a bad performance. And I couldn't figure it out. So well, maybe. Well,
0: I think it's intentional, right? Because. Like, if you watch, like, the news and stuff, yeah. and the media, and all the commentators, there's always, like, a British guy and stuff. So I think it's just, like, a making fun of that, how they're all overdramatic and
1: stuff. No, no, I can, I can see that, but it's, I don't know. It's just, it's terrible, know. and it, it takes me right out. Oh, uh, I'll
0: see you. I'm the opposite. I actually think he does a great job in this movie. I find him one of the most enjoyable parts. Look... We're going to get me committed after this. We're getting me sized for a straight jacket right now, just in case you're wondering. We did that years ago. That's why we <laughs> bought you all those shirts. <laughs> you're just gauging the sizes. Well, I'm losing weight, so, so now it won't fit. He out. is losing weight. <laughs> yes. We're going to need a smaller straight That's jacket. That's right. I'll Houdini out that some bitch. I'll just pop my shoulder out.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you're supposed to breathe in a lot, puff out your chest, and then when yeah. they, they strap it to you, then you exhale and you got wiggle Yeah. So on the footage, Not that I've ever had to get out of a straightjack.
0: Yeah, on the show, they're talking about all the different bodies, you know, all the yeah. people they've killed. They're giving us more exposition yeah. on the mayhem and stuff they've done, how they killed some cops. It's
2: like a documentary and, uh, about Siri. Yeah, Siri 13 killing.
1: peace officers. Yeah.
0: And uh, so you're getting all this. And then uh, we get out of the video into the editing room where they're doing this. And yeah. he says, just reshoot it. I don't care how much you have to cannibalize with the old episode. We have to get this ready for the interview." Right, yeah. and so they this is they mentioned an interview right here, and then um, and then we get like a weird sequence of things, which is actually true because this always happens, right? It's like all this fanfare and support for Mickey and Mallory, yeah, and all these people raving about them, how much they love them, and they're like, they're the hottest thing in mass murder since Charles Manson, yeah. And it's just like, oh fuck, you know, because yeah. you totally see that shit, you know, people like are obsessed with. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They celebritize like serial killers. That's fucking crazy, right?
1: <laughs>
2: and so you're saying it's like a commentary on
1: Yeah. Well, I think it you know, once you once you kill somebody. Yeah. Right, you have demonstrated to others that you have power over that person. And the more people you kill, the more power it's represented that you have, and therefore there are people who are very attracted to Oh, okay. to that power and I don't think it's a conscious thing yeah. I think it's just like oh this person like a, like, like an alpha male
0: type like type. a warrior yeah. type
1: deal yeah, yeah. yeah so you know if if that's you don't do that it's dumb it's yeah. It's not gonna get you anywhere from, <laughs> yeah. from the pot people yeah
0: <laughs> little PSA from the pot people don't do
1: that don't worship <laughs> murderers kids
0: <laughs> oh man And then uh, after that, we get more uh, driving with Mickey and Mallory time, which feels like so much of this movie. is just a long road trip with Mickey and Mallory. That's right. Like you're part of the rampage. You're just along for the ride. (laughs) And uh, Mickey, this is actually a good portion because this is where we start to see maybe some tension here. Yeah. Maybe Mickey's not as good as Mallory thinks because he really wants to pick up a hostage. And she even says, what, are you just not attracted to me anymore? Like, why do you need to
1: bring other people but in this? we know by hostage, because they're driving by, he's like, how about her? How yeah. about her? Yeah. How mm-hmm. about her? Yeah. And
0: then, yeah. <laughs> And then later we're at the motel, and, uh, you know, they're having like this really, you know, moment where they're kind of fighting, you know, but then they get over the fight real quick, yeah. you know, and uh, then they're like kissing, and then, you know, they start to make whoopee. Yeah. Me- meanwhile, yeah.
1: Projected behind them mm. is the image of what they were watching on TV. Yeah. So it's like lions mating. Yeah, it's, it's ladybugs. And it's yeah. you know it's hyenas tearing a carcass apart. All yeah. kinds of stuff.
0: And mm. we get a view of Scarface, which is funny because
1: Oliver Stone, Stone wrote it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Ready? And uh,
0: while they're uh, while they're in coitus, Mickey is staring. At the hostage. Yes, which
1: is a reveal because yeah. this whole time yeah. they've been fighting and angry and like, you know, having a couple conversation and yeah. then, you know, they start having sex. And like in the middle of that, then we have the reveal that there's a yeah. bound and gagged hostage in the corner of the yes. room.
0: Yeah. And it's uh, it's great. Oh, and also this is also a thing where we see Mickey's kind of controlling Mallory. Cause she takes off her ring when she's in the shower. Yeah. And he's like, "Don't you ever fucking take that ring off?" And I'm yeah. Like,
1: Oof. Yeah, because she says like, you know, when I when I put my hand through my hair, she's like, "I don't care if you yeah. know all your hair gets ripped off." Um, you know, that's you know, this is the thing that symbolizes we're together. You yeah. know, this everything starts here, and yeah. you know, because he's got his ring on. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, well, how can I stay mad at that?" Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and yeah.
0: then. Uh, then Mickey's trying to get the hostage into, like, hey, I thought we could throw her in the mix. And yeah. Mallory's pissed, you know, like everybody else would be. yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, even when you're a mass murderer, you still got normal human emotions in there, too. Yeah. You know? You're still people. You know, you don't want to share your lover with someone else. It's yeah. Fucking no. Right? <laughs> so she takes off because she's mad. And as like, and off, she's like, why don't you just fuck her then? And she yeah. leaves. And, and he's like, away. maybe I will. Yeah. And uh, she goes for a drive, and then we're intercut with shots of Mickey torturing the hostage, you know, yeah. which you do. And then Mallory, uh, she goes to a gas station, and uh, you know, she's kind of flirting with the attendant at the gas station. Yeah.
1: And then she also sees him as Mickey for a few moments. Yeah.
0: And uh, so then they're kind of—he's like, oh, you know, whatever. Yeah. And she's like flirting with him, and then they—they they try to get on the car to go make whoopee i don't know why i keep saying make whoopee i'm such a child (laughs) and then uh she gets mad and then she kills
1: him yeah yeah (laughs) more or less because he's too eager yeah he needs to slow it down
0: yeah and then um this is the next day we're introduced to super cop jack scagnetti that's right yeah there's
1: never been a skeezier name for a cop that's
0: right he's played by uh tom sizemore who was big in the 90s so now the movie that he just shows up in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now he's size less. <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, we found out he's like a total creep. Because oh, yeah. he finds her underwear and he like sniffs them. Yeah. And then he's staring at her ass imprint on the car. He's like, that's the perfect ass. He's like yeah. a total pervert. Oh, yeah. And he's a total egotistical moron. Like he's like wrote this book, Skagnetti on Skagnetti. He thinks he's like this shit. Yeah. Like, he's so full of himself. And then uh, he seems to kind of have a thing for Mallard. Right? Yep. he's like oh it's my kind of girl you know <laughs> which just shows how crazy he is and then uh we get another mickey mallory driving montage <laughs> again back in the back in the car kids we've had <laughs> enough time on the rest stop <laughs> and uh they're being followed by a cop and uh mallory she's on the map yeah she tells him hey take a left here we'll get to another town yeah and then they're driving through the desert. And uh, Woody Harrelson's like, oh, sorry, Mickey said, hey, give me some of those mushrooms. They're not kicking in yet. So he's on mushrooms. The implication is I'm sure she's on mushrooms. Oh, yeah. And then they run out of gas. And then, of course. In the middle of the desert? Yeah. Nothing around. And they start fighting again because there's a lot of tension. Well, he
1: he calls her a stupid bitch. Yeah. And she's like, my dad used to call me a stupid bitch, you know. So that's not good.
0: And then he's also this is the part where he's trying to explain why he needs the other women. He's like, It's the nineties. Men need options. I need to be able to have a choice. And she's like, Well, I'm not good enough for you and it's yeah.
1: It's yeah, good. that that doesn't fly till Star Trek next gen. It takes that go. long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also shot in the nineties. So maybe there's something to it. I don't no, know.
0: No, no, no. Yeah, but it's showing that they have a very volatile relationship. Yes, and then uh, they start walking through the desert looking for a gas or a town, something. Yeah, and they come across this house just in the middle.
1: Of More of a hut, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. And a uh, residence.
0: Yeah, and then uh, they go in, and there's a Native American man in there with like snakes and shit, and they're yeah, all
1: like live rattlesnakes. Yes,
0: yeah. and they're tripping walls on mushrooms, so all this is overwhelming. And then this whole next section.
1: I feel like it's twenty minutes. Yeah, this it is like feels like it's forever.
0: Yeah, this is the craziest part of the movie. It's like holy shit, what is happening right yeah. now? It's very overwhelming, and uh, there's a lot going on. Which is what's the point? Because they're on mushrooms and they're freaking out, so they're making you freak out just like them. Because you're not sure what's happening, and uh, there's talk of demons inside of uh, Mickey, and uh, the Native American guy is calling him a demon. He's yeah. explaining this to his grandson who's there, and uh, they're just freaking out. And then uh, they eat food. And then uh, the Native American guy tells his grandson a very funny story about a woman helping out a snake. Yeah. You know, and then she helps the snake, frees the snake from it. And then she gets bit by the snake. And she's mad at the snake. And, and he's like, you knew I was a snake, bitch. Yeah. Which is you know, foreshadowing for what's gonna about to happen. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. <laughs> I'm like, <Yeah>. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Mickey's having a dream. And uh, he's having flashbacks to his childhood, and he's freaking out, and he's starting to see demons, he's starting to see really weird shit. And he wakes up, and he looks through the fire, and he looks at the Native American guy, and he looks like a demon. And so he shoots him. Yeah. He kills the Native American guy. And then Mallory, you know, she freaks out. Why'd you do that? What the fuck?
1: starts slapping him and yeah. saying, bad, bad, bad. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so then they go outside, and they get... Attacked by rattlesnakes. <laughs> like, they both get bit to shit by rattlesnakes. Yeah. Mickey's trying to carry her, and they get to the old truck, and then the truck's not starting, but they steal the gas can from it, Yeah. and they're trying to get back to the car. And then we flash to, guess what? Mickey and Mallory in a car. <laughs> and they're driving through. Um, I think we can actually pinpoint that we're in New Mexico, because there's a sign okay. for Gallup, and we've all oh. driven through Gallup, New no? Mexico. Okay. So I would say they're in New Mexico at this point. All right. Just just my two cents. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> I'll take it.
0: And so they're trying to uh, get somewhere because they've both been bitten by snakes. Mickey's trying to suck the poison out of Mallory's wounds. Yeah. Doesn't work, by the way. Don't try. No, it does not. <laughs> it will be very bad for you. And uh, I got lost in my notes because I got far ahead. <laughs> but anyway, because I know it flashes back at one point, back to Scagnetti. Yeah. And that's when he kills the
1: hooker. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere the in the middle of this mess, Scagnetti kills a hooker. <laughs> yeah. Just that keep guy. that in mind. You know, yeah. Keep it in your back pocket for later.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then after that, uh, this is a weird thing too because when he's killing her, he's strangling her. She claws up his face, right? And the next time we see him, no one brings this up, which I find really weird. You know? I don't
1: know. Well, he's above suspicion, I guess. Yeah. Is like what I'd say.
0: Yeah, and so Mickey and Mallory, they pull into a store called The Drug Zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they're going to get some snake juice, as they call it. Yeah. yeah. And they can't find it anywhere in the store. And uh, there's a clerk in the back of the store, as in the pharmacy. Yeah. And uh, he's watching a news report about Mickey and Mallory as they're in the store trying to find the snake juice. And uh, he trips the alarm. Yeah. And then Mickey tries to get him to get the snake juice. And then Mickey realizes that the guy and press the alarm.
1: One of my favorite cuts in the film (laughs) is when uh, Mickey looks to the side, he sees the footage of him killing some people on TV, and he goes, (laughs) like, you know, it's just this little laugh of, it was like, hey, I'm on TV. Like, (laughs) just naturalist thing in the world.
0: Yeah. And so uh, he ends up shooting the clerk. Yeah. And then uh, he goes outside. I shot the clerk. Yeah, after Mm -hmm. he steals uh, some snake juice, presumably. Yeah. And then uh, he tells Mallory to go out to get the car. You know, because he's coming. And then he gets out, and he sees Mallory fighting cops. Yeah. And she's, like, doing pretty good. he pulls out guns, and he starts to get, like, in a shootout with the cops. And then he gets pinned down, and then Skagenetti shows up. And he grabs Mallory from the cops. And he's starting to uh, cut her tits off, as he says, that several is times. Yeah. And then Mickey and Mallory are both just, like, on fire mad. Yeah. Like, Mickey's like, you go ahead and do it. We'll get her some silicone ones. And then Mallory's like, don't you give in, baby. You know, because they're fucking psychos. Yeah. And then Scagnetti actually cuts her. And then Mickey, all the fight goes away. Yeah, he's he, out. Yeah, he's like, all right, I give up. You know, don't hurt her. You know, <laughs> he still loves her that much and so then they go out and then uh, Skagnetti lets Mallory go and then as um, they're going to apprehend Mickey he pulls out a knife and he starts to circle Skagnetti well he stabs
1: a cop first yeah Yeah.
0: and then uh, they tase him yeah and then I don't know like at least 20 cops proceed to beat the (laughs) shit out of Mickey that's correct they take the advantage they go for it yeah it's like holy shit got their chance yeah and uh, then uh, we get the title card that says one year later. Yeah. They're all... Uh, and we're at a prison, and this is where Mickey and Mallory are. And uh, our warden is uh, Tommy Lee Jones, which mm. is fantastic. Yes, sir. We love Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. I think we've proved on the fugitive how much we love Tommy Lee Jones.
1: Yeah. Um, and we, we, we get the feel for the prison. He yeah. says it's 200% capacity. you know yeah. it's, it's, it's not a prison. It's a time bomb, all yeah. kinds of stuff. And he's walking through... And prisoners are asking him things about like, "Hey, I gotta ask you something." So, like, you know, all these human rights abuses are at yeah. his feet, and Tommy Lee Jones's response is, "I don't care." <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like a tyrant warden. Yeah. yeah
1: but uh, we're here he's a bit obtuse yeah Uh,
0: we're here because (laughs) Mickey and Mallory the whole time they've been in jail like they've been in prison they've been killing people they've killed at least five people since they've been in prison Yeah, and so their trial they keep having to add on new trials and so they can't execute them because they keep killing people and so Scagnetti is there to deem them um, mentally incompetent they're trying to say that Mickey and Mallory are crazy and the plan is Scagnetti and a couple of the guards are going to transfer them to a mental institution, but they're going to kill them on the way.
1: Yeah, this is the warden's plan. Yeah. Just like, you know, and on your way, yeah. something might happen, and Scagnetti's like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, yeah. you know, no compunctions. Yeah. yeah. And the the warden and Scagnetti are just kind of having a circle jerk here. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah,
0: they're kind of like in love with each other. It's pretty bad. <laughs> oh, we also get a little bit of exposition of why Scagnetti is like... Uh, Way yeah. uh, going after murders and stuff because his mom was shot yeah by uh, Charles
1: Whitman in yeah. Texas shootings yeah yeah that's the thing that uh, that's why we have SWAT teams now yeah like that's oh. the event that caused it isn't that crazy Is that because really guy climbed up to the top of a clock tower just started shooting people and the police had no tools to respond yeah mm. I had no idea
0: yeah it's crazy man that was yeah <laughs> and. Uh, So that's what we got going on. And then Scagnetti goes to go see Mallory. Like, they go downstairs. You know, he's going to go see her. And she's singing in her cell. And then after she's done singing, she runs and knocks herself unconscious by ramming her head into the door.
1: Yeah, when she sees him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then uh, he's talking about Mickey. He's like, where's Mickey? He's like, we got him in the deepest, darkest hole in the prison. But right now, he's upstairs in an interview with Wayne Gale. Because Wayne Gale, the emerging maniac guy is trying to interview Woody Harrelson and have this big network thing because people yeah. are all in love with him and they're going to love this. And he's going to put it on after the Super Bowl and it's going to be just this ratings dynamo. So Wayne Gale wants this interview so bad. It's like everything to him. So he's trying to convince Mickey to do it. And And... Uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones says that to Skagnetic, Skagnetic's like, are you really going to let this asshole talk on air? And he's just like, by the time it gets approved, they'll already be fried. Like, he yeah. doesn't care. He's not worried about this interview happening at all. It's not even a thing to him. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, there are there's some posturing back and forth, and then, uh, you know, there's some witty banter, because, you know, it's Mickey, and he loves to talk. And yeah. then uh, at the end of it, he agrees that he'll do the interview. And Gale is just over the moon excited. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's through
0: yeah and then um, we get like a little sequence where Mickey's writing a letter to Mallory saying like how much he loves her and how much he misses her and not that he wants to have sex with her he just wants to kiss her because he just misses her and loves her you know it's all all, as you do yeah and then we have Wayne talking to the network execs trying to get the airtime cleared and then we find out
1: yeah the network exec is his uh father-in-law yeah and we also found out that he's uh, banging a woman named Ming on the side. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> oh. has a he has a mistress. Yeah. It's all rapid fire over the telephone. Yeah. Intercut with a million other things like everything else in this movie. Yeah, yeah and catch all that. Yeah. It cannot go a scene like it cannot have a line of dialogue without cutting back to black and white and then cutting to some other piece of footage just yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It just keeps going
0: yeah and they're also working on the episode again and they show more uh footage and this is after the trial how people were so happy and like with mickey and mallory they're all like fawning over them yeah. and the cops are like just talking shit talking about how scum they are you know you people shouldn't be worshiping them you should worship the cops that were killed you know and so it's like oh one of those moments and then we get to uh, the day of the interview it's gonna be live after the super bowl and uh, Skagdaddy's back because they plan on, after the interview, this is when they're going to do. It. They're going to yeah. take him, and they're going to fucking kill him. <laughs> um, because, uh, yeah, that's what they want to do. And then uh, Mickey shaves his head during this, mm-hmm. you know, or before this. And then uh, this is where we get to the interview, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is one of the most important things. When they sit him down, they take his restraints off. him. Yeah. He's not in his shackles for this interview, so... Wayne Gale uh, is a little crazy. <laughs> yes. And then, uh, then we get just like a bunch of, like, this is like, I, you know, we can't do the justice. Like, we can paraphrase, you know, his lines, but you got to watch
1: this. He says, uh, when I get out of here, there's going to be carnage. No, yeah.
0: No. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm just saying, you know, he talks about, because um, Wayne asked him a question, you know, he's like, why, why do you do this? And he talks about how he comes for violence, you know, yes. it was just his fate. Mickey's very into fate. He talks about fate throughout the whole yeah. movie. He's very much in the, uh, you know, it all happens because it's supposed to happen.
1: Yeah. And very uh, uh, Anton Chigurh.
0: Yeah. And uh, he says, you know, uh, murder. You know, all species murder. You know, it's just part of nature. It's yeah. It's all part of it. And he says... People all deserve to die. Yeah, he Every, says. Peep, yeah.
1: he he says the animals kill each other in the forest. They kill other yeah. species in the forest. We kill the animals in the forest. Yeah. We call it industrialization. Yeah. Um. He talks about himself as a rabbit.
0: Yeah. Well, he the, the line I always like that he says is that he you know the reason he does it right is because he's fate's messenger. I was like, oh, that's pretty... He's being so highly of himself,
1: you know? Yeah. And once again, this all amounts to a big pile of nothing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a guy rambling, but um, they use clips from... I think it's called Night of the Lepus, which is a movie about oh, giant rabbits that attack an Australian city. Yeah. Some, something like that, but... Um, yeah. An interesting thing, but um, he goes on, and it is, it is a really good speech, and I also really like how... Um, Robert Downey Jr. plays it because he's still doing a stupid Australian accent that I can't stand, but it's a fantastic performance as he's sitting there because he is, he's portraying an interviewer who's completely full of shit, mm-hmm. but also in that moment, that interviewer is performing as someone who really cares and yeah. all of that comes over perfectly. Yeah. And that's a hell of a thing to do. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I really got to give him props. And and what I love the most about the entire interview sequence is in the middle of the weird intercuts and all the speeches, when that segment ends, to the viewer, it immediately cuts to a Coca-Cola commercial. Yeah. And, and that's fantastic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, there's, there's a couple of bits of information that are important in this part, too. Uh, Gail starts to ask him about regrets. And he says he doesn't live with regrets. The only thing he wished he didn't do was kill the Indian. And then he says also that him and Mallory, they were going to stop the killing after the Indian because he shouldn't have died. And then uh, he's talking about how everybody has a demon inside of them. And the demon feeds on hate. It it drives by hate. And the only thing that can stop the demon is love.
2: Hmm. That's good. Another thing I thought was interesting, they had the interview showing in the prison, like the actual yeah, yeah for that's watching. also important
1: yeah. um another thing when he mentions the indian mm-hmm. robert downey jr has to look at a list and like find it and i thought that was a really nice touch like yeah. he doesn't know he doesn't care yeah you know he's just getting the information yeah, just it's, name. Yeah. it's just another name on a piece of paper to him and i yeah. thought that was an excellent yeah. Touch. yeah
0: yeah and then uh we get like he said the coca-cola commercial and we yeah. go downstairs and uh, jack goes to visit mallory And uh, he sends the guards away because he just wants to talk to her. And they're all telling him, don't get too close. Yeah, talk with with
1: heavy air quotes. (laughs) Yeah,
0: well, yeah, because he's a horrible person. Yeah, he's going to pull a Scagnetti. Yeah, you know, he kind of hits on her. He's being very awkward. And then we go back
1: to the interview room. His name is Buck, and he likes to party. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And then, uh, you know, uh, Mickey, again, just starts going off on all these things. He says that, you know, he's evolved. He's beyond things that Wayne is because, you know you know, Wayne will never understand because he's the media and he's horrible, right? Yeah. He's a, murder is pure. And he's like, the media is the one that made it unpure. So that's an interesting point, Because right? he's trying to project and blame it on something yeah. else, right? And then, uh, yeah, oh, and this is where he says the one, right? He's like, yeah, he's like, you know, I just knew the first time I held a shotgun, I was a natural-born killer. And yeah. it's like and then everyone's just like Wayne's like so happy yeah. because they got it like that yeah and it thing. cuts to the second
1: commercial beautiful yeah. perfect timing yeah
0: and then the uh, riot breaks out in the present yeah <laughs> and then uh, you know the warden's like turn off the feed you know yeah. we gotta go stop this riot so he goes to go stop the 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 the, the, the yeah the riot going on easy for me to say <laughs> then he leaves a few guards with Wayne and he says watch him and he's like you know if anybody moves shoot him right <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Mickey, he takes advantage of this, and he starts to uh, distract them with like, yeah. a joke about Little Johnny. <laughs> yeah. And it works, because he's able to get one of the guards' shotguns.
1: Yeah, because the guards are effing morons. Yeah, exactly.
0: And so he's shooting everybody. He's shooting people that work for the media. He's shooting for the guards and everything. And then it, by the time the rampage is over, there's like two guards left, one of which is Kavanaugh, who's wounded, and the other one is Mocha, something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And then uh, they're left, Wayne Gale's alive. One of his assistants is alive, and they have a cameraman. Yeah. Like, that's all that's really left. And then uh, the camera guy is like, the cameras are smashed. What am I supposed to do? He's like, guess we don't need you. And then he's like, I can do this and then make it work. I can weave
1: it through the beta on the the hand cam. And he's like, very innovative. (laughs) And so he decides to take this
0: motley crew through the prison to go get Mallory. Because he has to go get her. And he wants the camera to record everything because he knows it's a live feed, and he wants everyone to see what's happening. And then you know they have to fight through the prison, and then they, we get a couple shots of them going down the hallway, and him mm-hmm. having to save Wayne Gale and the camera guy. And then we get down back down to Mallory's cell, and uh, Jack, you know, he's being a total creep, and he confesses. He's like, you know, I've killed somebody before. Yeah. You know. He's like so creep. And then, uh, you know, he's starting to, like, undress himself, which is, like, super weird.
1: It is super weird. Oh, I thought you were going to add No, I was going to add, he takes off his necktie and he kind of cracks it like a belt. Yeah. And I thought that, you know, he was going to get strangled with that at the end of this scene. (laughs) Like, I thought that was, you know, what was going to go down, but it doesn't go down like
0: that. Yeah, so uh, Mallory, she starts talking about sex. You know, she's obviously manipulating him. Oh, for sure. And, uh, you know, Jack's into it. And then he he wants her to do things. He's like, I want you to twist my nipple, and what was the other thing? I can't remember. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. And then uh, Mallory, she takes this as a window, and she attacks Jack. And uh, the guards are fumbling with the keys while she's beating the shit out of Jack, which is hilarious. And then they get in there, and then they're holding her, and then uh, Scagnetti decides to mace her. Yeah. But he doesn't just mace her because it's so close and they're in a confined space. He maces everybody.
1: As, that's what happens when you mace in a confined space. Yeah. yeah. Pepper spray goes yeah. everywhere.
0: I've been pepper sprayed by accident because when I was in criminal justice class <laughs> a kid sprayed it in the trash can. This is so dumb. He sprayed it in the trash can. Go on. Yeah. And so then we're all like coughing and we're dying. It would burn so bad. And that wasn't even direct spray. That was just like in the vicinity. Yeah. So like I get what's happening here. It's it so dumb. <laughs> I was in high school. Anyway. Then we get to where we're at the news station and we're like, we're having breaking live news from Wayne Gale. And then Wayne is just completely into this, right? Because now he's, he's running with the camera yeah. and he's reporting like on location. Yeah. And his ego is just running wild.
1: A uh, moment to talk about the, uh, the, the lady doing the news. So uh, she's attractive, and then they take a moment to just have a close-up of the, uh, the lapel mic, the little microphone you clip between her breasts, just uh-huh. to be like, you know what this is about. Like, you know, it's not about her or the message. It's just, you know, sex, violence, moving on. <laughs>
0: That's why we have damage. <laughs> and then we get to where Mickey comes into Mallory's cell, and he kills the guards, you know, uh, that have been in there. And then he gets in a standoff with Jack. They're both on the ground using a body. As, uh, as cover. Yeah. And uh, they both have each other in their sights. Using them like sandbags. Yeah. yeah. And Jack's trying to talk. You know, Mickey Downs like, I got you beat. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then uh, Mickey, he's like, all right, Jack, you win. As Mallory gets up behind Scagnetti, And he, she stabs him in the throat multiple times with a shank. And it's horribly graphic. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> and then... Uh, Mickey and Mallory, they have a nice little reuniting scene. And they're all kissing, and they all love each other. And Wayne's just hamming it up with the directing, with the camera, making sure he gets shots of Scagnetti, making sure he gets shots yeah. of them. It's really terrible. <laughs> and then uh, Mickey, just to taunt Scagnetti, shows him the shotgun. He's like, "I was out of shells. You're losing your touch, Jack," which is so funny to me. <laughs> and then Mick, and then uh, Mallory picks up Jack's gun, and she's like, "How sexy am I now, fucker?" And then she shoots him. <laughs>
1: which is also fun because uh his gun is uh, way oversized yeah you know clearly phallic so she kills yeah. him with his own symbol yeah. Stu- anyway yeah it's moving on and then we have the <laughs> warden
0: he's in like the control room yeah. and he's like trying to control the riot but all the doors are jammed open and yeah. there's nothing they can really do another guard comes in right yeah and he tells the warden the time he's like mickey mallory are out yeah like they're just out there and it's on live TV. And the Warren's like, what? And he freaks out. It's the funniest shit. And then we just get more... They're fighting through the prison now because they're trying to get out. And so we get Mickey and Mallory just fighting everywhere throughout the prison. You know, everybody in the group is like, you know, they're getting picked off one by one. And it's not looking good. And then they get in this corridor where I think everybody but Wayne and Mickey and Mallory get shot, right?
1: Uh, the deputy's good too yeah okay The so yeah every... one deputy's
0: good the other one's fucked up yeah,
1: yeah so there's yeah pretty
0: much yeah and uh, they were saved by this guy named Owen he came to help them out and he's trying to show them a way out of the prison and then um, <laughs> Wayne Gale has a gun And he's participating now. He's implicit in the right. He's killing people. And he's like, oh, I feel alive. Killing guards. Yeah. He's going, Uniformed officers. Nice Aussie accent. And then he loses, he's out of bullets. And then Mickey (laughs) tries to rein and wing Gail in. And he takes the gun from him and hands him the camera. He's like, here, shoot this for a while. (laughs) It's really funny. And then we get to, they're going down a staircase. And the warden and all his men that he has left are staring up at them. And then Mickey and his gang, they're, like, staring down. And then he tries to use Kavanaugh as a body shield. And the warden's like, he's already dead. (laughs) So they open fire, right? Because the warden doesn't give a shit about Kavanaugh. And then Mallory grabs Wayne Gale. And she's like, I'll fucking shoot him. And the warden's like, whoa, hey, now. And then she actually shoots his hand to show that she's not
1: bullshit. Yeah, shoots Gale's hand.
0: Yeah. And then they go off because Owen finds, like, a... Uh, like, a bathroom or something where they go hide out. Yeah. Because they have to try to come up with the next part of the plane. And uh, Mallory's shot, like, on her side, or she's yeah. at least injured. And uh, we get a really funny moment where Wayne calls his wife, and he's like, it's over, I don't care. And then he calls his mistress. Yeah. And I love you. I'm going to shove a hot pepper up your ass. And you're like, <laughs> And then she hangs up on him. Yeah. And then she's like, you bitch. And he throws his phone. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny shit. <laughs> Can you hear that? And then uh, Mallory says... She's go down in a hail of bullets, right? Yeah. She's like, we'll be free. When we're dead, we're free. And then Mickey says, if it comes to that, we'll do it then. Yeah, and the then, last resort. Yeah. And then he decides to grab Deputy Mocha and Wayne Gale, and he duct tapes shotguns to his hands, and then he points them at their faces. Okay,
1: so essentially... They have shotguns anchored right below their chins, yeah, in in a V shape, so yeah. that mm-hmm. the the three of them are kind of connected, so that there's no way anyone can move the guns from their trajectory, yeah, of murdering Gale and the deputy. Yeah,
0: because yeah, pretty much if they shoot Mickey, everyone's dead. Yeah, yeah, and it's on live TV, on camera. So if the warden shoots, you know, he'll yeah. be you know part of it, you know. So they're they're doing that and they're walking him out the front door. And the warden just lets it happen because he doesn't really have any options. Because yeah. he has fucking millions of people <laughs> as witnesses. And then they, uh, they close the gate behind him. And the warden's trapped in the prison. And just a wave of inmates come. And uh, he dies horribly.
1: Oh, yeah, they tear him apart. Like yeah. his head's on a pike, literally. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's like uh, Dawn of the Dead.
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> and then after that, we cut to, we're outside. And uh, Wayne Gale is talking directly to the camera. He's, uh, you know, they said, we were able to escape. We got into the news band, They murdered Deputy Mocha, you know, <laughs> threw him out. What happened to Owen? Owen just took off because he said he wanted to be free. He wanted to get out. And so oh, I okay. assume as soon as they got out, he took off. I don't know, <laughs> maybe not. And then uh, he keeps talking and Mickey's getting impatient. He's yeah. just like, does this guy ever shut up? And so then Mickey and Mallory, they then get to talk to the camera. Yeah. And uh, you know they—they're they're like we had nothing to do with the riot. If they want to say it was us, fine by us. But yeah. it was just fate, right? Because it's back to fate. Like everything's happening because it's supposed to happen, right? And uh, then Mallory says they want to start a family. You know, she's like, I—you know—I want to be a mom. <laughs> and then she talks about. Um, well, Gail asks, well, how do you expect to get away with this? And then Mallory almost gives up too information, like too much information. She's like, yeah, yeah. there's some kind of underground and. <laughs> And then Mickey's like, ah, ah, it's enough with the camera. <laughs> and then uh, they tell Wayne, right, he, or Wayne's like, how are you guys going to sign off? He's like, we're going to shoot you on camera. <laughs> and then Wayne's the weasel, and he's just like, don't you always leave someone alive to tell the tale? And he's like, Wayne, that's what the camera's for. <laughs> and Wayne's just being a bitch about it, as you would. I don't know if I'd willingly get shot on camera for that. It'd be pretty bad. And then uh, Wayne ends up just taking
1: it. I love, Wayne tries to make a break for it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Mickey cocks a shotgun and it just stops him in the trap. Yeah. like, yeah, I have a little dignity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that line.
0: And then one of the things he says that I kind of glanced over was he's like, what about the love? You know, because he's talking yeah. about how love kills the, love the demon. demon. He's like, well, that would be after you. And then Wayne also says in this, he's like, once you killed that first person, you belong to us. Yeah. He's like you know you you belong to the public and I was like oh that's an interesting thing.
1: Another thing he says that I just forgot about mm-hmm. right now as I'm stalling for time trying to remember. Yeah. <laughs> when when they're when they're sitting down there and and right after he uh... man I can't remember.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll come we'll come back to you. Okay. So they they shoot Wayne Gale. Yeah. And then uh, we get credits pretty much.
1: Yeah, and then in the credits we see that they're in an RV, they got a bunch of kids. Yeah, there's family. You know, she's and pregnant.
0: The interesting thing, too, is that at this point in the montage, they use real-life things, like, you know, uh, real news stories that happen. Like, they have, like, Tanya Harding, yeah. and they have, you know, the uh, Melendez brothers, yeah. and they have all that shit. Like, the real stuff that happens. Yeah. Because they're showing, you know, hey, this isn't just the movie. This is what they do in real life. They glamorize all these horrible, horrible things yeah. all the time in the media. Yeah. yeah. A, little, uh, a little too... <laughs> we get it, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> but you know, that's the movie. That's yeah. Natural yep. Born Killers. Yep. And all of it's crazy fucking gory.
2: Yeah. You never watched it, Dutch?
1: No, I've never seen it before.
2: Yeah. yeah. Definitely first time for me too. Yeah. It's a it's
0: crazy shit, right?
2: A lot of information.
0: Yeah. See, like I mean, this is the part where I'm not great for this show cuz I like movies for the entertainment value. And I enjoy watching this movie not for like any kind of deep far-reaching reasons, you know. I'm not like analyzing this meticulously. I'm just like it's a fucking entertaining movie. I mean, I, and I know that makes me not smart, because these are supposed to be think pieces. These are supposed to be smart movies. Like, you know, think, dive into this. That's why it's always bad in English class, because they tell me to break down Frankenstein. I'm like, the fucking guy makes a monster. What's there to analyze? What the fuck? But, you know, it's all about the cruelty of man and the like, human condition of... and morality, and I I don't care.
1: It's like Parks and Rec when he's all like, Moby yeah. Dick, just a story about a man hunting a fish. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Exactly, but that's just me. I'm stupid, and I'm okay with it. You know, I, I I enjoy the movie because it's fun. And it's crazy, and bonkers. Woody Harrelson kicks ass in this fucking movie. It's good time. It's a good run. It's an awesome action movie. It's just good shit, man. I
2: think we know a greater year than this one.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I've loved this movie for decades. It's so good. I When's the first
2: it. time you watched it?
0: Way too early. <laughs> Probably like junior high. Wow. Well. <laughs> That's yeah, right. <laughs> it explains so much.
2: And you've been talking in Dutch about it ever since then. To watch it, oh, pretty yeah, much since yeah.
0: high school. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. The part with Woody Harrelson in the prison, I always find so compelling. Like his interview. Yeah. I'm always like, this is just good. Mm. Fuck, this is like popcorn shit. You're like, yeah. this is crazy cool. Yeah, definitely. I'm really? I feel amazing.
2: like I've watched part of this movie before. Like some things felt familiar yeah. to me. You know yeah but yeah, there's a lot going on in this movie yeah there's a, you guys crazy said a lot of stuff that i was like yeah. yeah a lot of stuff you said i was like i don't even notice they said that or, yeah you know that that happened
0: yeah that was good yeah this is a this is a big movie this is why like you know like when i was in college i had a teacher and this is like one of the movies that he would show you know and then you're supposed to like write a paper yeah. about it and shit you know because it's, like, it's one of those it's one of those big things right because they try to it's the weird thing with movies sometimes because I always feel like movies are supposed to be... Like, it's either good or bad if it's entertaining or not, right? But sometimes people... It's like any other art. You know, people try to make an example or have a point
1: when they're making a movie.
0: Which is great. Yeah. They should. And that's all... All movies are welcome, you know? <laughs> but I don't i don't know. It's always interesting to me. Josh, what do you think, man?
1: I did not like this movie. Yeah, I know.
0: I already know it uh. was coming. You looked uh, just completely out of it.
1: Yeah, no, um... I think even if, like, you know, I came in this, like, you know, if if I came in completely flat out out of a good day, you know, when I'm wide awake, I still wouldn't have liked it. Yeah. The the issue with me is it's this huge criticism of, you know, violence and, you know, and the media and the saturation. And yet that's all that this movie boils down to for me. It is just a glorification and, you know. One of the reasons it's so controversial, it uh, and you know, I don't really knock this against the movie itself. There are a few cases of people who are like, "Yep, this movie is like part of the reason I'm doing this." Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't know this inspired. Well, people. yeah, like um in the uh, in the the Columbine, the oh, people yeah? mentioned like we're gonna go H B K was wow. like one of the things that they said, and there's like, and I feel I don't feel like that's the movie's fault.
0: Yeah, well, no, no, you can't be responsible no. for the aftermath. You yeah. know,
1: there's, like like Woody Harrelson said, like, you know, we all have a demon. Yeah. And then when someone points it out so clearly, I think that if, you know, your demon's already running, like, you would point to that and say, like, oh, yeah, like, this movie is the thing, like, you know, but it's not the movie's fault, it's just the thing you can point to. Like, yeah. a bunch of people... Killed because they wanted to be like Dexter from that Dexter show. Yeah. Which is just removed from the context of that show as well. But that's even that, you know, isn't the reason I didn't like this movie. You just
0: didn't think it was a good movie.
1: <laughs> no, I thought it was a good movie. Oh. The reason I didn't like this movie was just because of the damn edits. Like it's the oh, same okay. reason I hated Moulin Rouge. Like oh, I can't stand yeah. Moulin Rouge. It drives me up the wall just because it keeps moving and shaking and going and like fast, fun, energy, move, move, move more, yeah. more, 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 more. Yeah sensory overload (laughs) i cannot stand anything like that ever i just just full stop period so if if you um there are so many things that this movie did really really well in Mm -hmm. my opinion in fact i think the whole thing's done really well yeah it is just not not for me yeah it is not like and I'm all for a fun murderous gore fest. <laughs> yeah. You know, I loved, I loved uh, Brain Dead, Dead Alive. You know, yeah, yeah, on that Zack's yeah. Corner that we did. I, I like movies that show about you know, like, like Hateful Eight. You know, yeah, that movie's like all over the top violence and whatnot. But yeah. it was, it was all in the the editing and the cuts, mm. and it just, it, it physically made me nauseous. Yeah, same yeah. way Moulin Rouge did. Yeah, it wasn't so much the the content or the context of the film it was just (laughs) it was just literally the editing it's an overwhelming movie yeah Yeah. i agree and you know it it cuts to a black and white still frame and the dialogue of the scene is still going you know and then it'll cut back to the middle of it in a different piece of dialogue and it's just (laughs) all over the goddamn place and that is part of what they're going for they want to disorient you they want you they yeah. want you not able to to get a thing but it is it's just not not for me. Yeah. Um, those Dutch shots. It's I weird. also I really would have liked it if they would have gotten killed. Like <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's the thing too is they win. Yeah, yeah they, they win. Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh you know, I'm I'm not a fan of that usually just mm-hmm. in in general. Like every now and then if like you're trying to make a point, yeah. It's fine. I I really liked how they were doing this this thing off of the the Super Bowl because um, I feel that, uh, like this might be going off the little rail. Like no, right, no, no. It's, um, there's a it's a, sports,
0: reason, it's a reason it follows the Super yeah. Bowl. It's,
1: sports it's, serial killers. I feel like these are these are part of of American religion. Yeah. Like throughout the film, it shows clips of like 1950s and they're watching this yeah, show. Yeah. Like they use a lot of stock footage for that. Like people, nuclear families watching this this terrible murder and uh i i feel a lot of it is like you know there's a i don't know if it's solely american they take a few things to, sh- to point out japan is also yeah. covering this pretty heavily yeah. mm-hmm. but we do have a sh- ridiculous violence problem in we are, this yeah we're like obsessed with it. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure that's that's kind of our our deal yeah and uh it, and it's not just you know the murderers everybody in this film is yeah. violent the cops yeah. you know I have no one to root for in this entire film. I want everybody dead the whole time. I don't care about anyone or like I don't even find the love story that charming mm-hmm. you know, and it's not just because it's offbeat or they're doing terrible things. like like you know like a PG version is like you know the Adams family, you know, offbeat family, totally in love, complete <laughs> yeah. healthy relationship. yeah, um, there's a few other things I could point to, but just just it's a great movie. It's just not for me. I feel like mm-hmm. this is our first F. I say it sounds like Maybe Open was, Water yeah. to review. I can't give this movie an F because it's done really, really well. All right. it's just It's just not not for me. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. There's going to be movies not for me. Yeah. That's true. In so we- fact, I hope there's more movies not for me because then there will be movies for other people.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So what, mm-hmm. what grade would you get?
1: It's It's tough. Like I'd like to say on on paper on paper it's an A because like it it did it's technically everything technically a good movie but it you did didn't everything like it set out to do yeah you know like like personally for me yeah unless there's like a reason I'm never gonna watch this again yeah like I am going to avoid it like the plague but I do not like feel I I wouldn't hold anyone ag- I wouldn't hold it against anyone if someone told me like this is my favorite movie. I love everything about it. Like, I, I don't hold it against them because, once again, it's not for me. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. yeah. You
2: know all what right. made this movie better? What? Army Hammer.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, now, Nicely you're, just, done, now you're just in a cult. All right, Last, what are you grading this? I'm going to be minus.
2: B-. B-. Minus? Yeah, I like, I like right. some. Well, well, yeah. I think that's all I got to say. All uh,
1: right. Just brief. But yeah. I still can't remember that Robert Downey Jr. thing. That's know, I'm yeah. gonna. The second we turn off the mics, it'll come right back. Yeah. And just for
0: formalities, I'll say I give it an A plus. But this is one of my favorite movies ever. So. Oh yeah. I mean. And also will I'll speak for Joe too. Uh, I know he really likes this movie. So. Well,
1: like I. like <laughs> oh, Yeah. He watched it.
0: Of course, I show him all kinds of movies, man. Yeah.
1: It's it's just in the editing because you know, like I yeah. loved *Cannibal Holocaust*, which was yeah, you know, pretty bad. I loved I loved *Brain Dead*. It's. Did you ever do a?
2: episode on it no we didn't do on
1: that one uh because of the turtle yeah
0: <laughs> yeah all right i think we're just gonna get off trails here yeah
1: uh um, we're pretty much done talking yeah, about yeah this is a
0: good i think this is a good podcast um yeah. hopefully we'll have joe back soon you know we'll get him. i love that guy it we'll almost go. feels weird not doing it with him yeah <laughs> so if you're listening joe we love you yeah <laughs> joe <laughs> all right guys that's it for the show thanks for listening to ash for killers See you yep. down the road. Have a good one. Right.
2: Bye. Hi, Dad. How is work?
3: What work? I'm unemployed. Where the f are you been, huh?
0: Well, you look nice, Mallory. Yuck. You look
2: like. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Well, I'm going to go now. I'll be back at midnight, okay?
3: what are you wearing a broomstick and a trash bag why don't you put some meat on you huh with a few pounds lighter you'll be missing the opium the
2: hell do you think you're going huh i'm going to the john lee hooker concert with donna i told you that yesterday
3: first off you don't tell me anything you ask my permission second you're not going out in that house dress you'll end up peddling your ass you stupid bitch and third you're not going out at all you didn't mow the yard. That piece of shit llama is fine. Are you talking in front of your mother? You stupid bitch. You watch your language. Or I'll kick the shit out of you. Like I do her. So if your ass is in this house, it's my ass. So you move it upstairs and take a shower. And you make sure it's a good shower. Because I'm coming up after You see how clean you are. Don't you think you were a little hard on her end? I'll show a little tenderness after I eat. When I get up there, she won't see my face for an hour.
0: Darling, I think you should speak nicely in front of Kevin.
3: Don't think. You're a f-ing idiot. What am I, a bad guy? Did I ever ask you to fuck my friends, eh? Huh? And don't tell me what to do! If it wasn't for me, you'd still be slinging hash in that shithouse and fucking your boss.
2: Oh, that must be Donna. I'll tell her the bad news. Don't let your macaroni get cold, Ed. Yes?
1: Delivery
0: for Ed Wilson? Beef lady, 50 pounds of beef. Oh,
2: you wait right here. I have to have a word with my husband. Uh-huh. <laughs> who are you? Thank you. Who are you? I'm Mallory. You ought to change your name to beautiful. You're big. Meat-eater, Mallory? I could be. You always dressed like that, or you just, uh, waiting for me? Why would I be dressed like this with somebody I don't know? Maybe something inside you told you to. You know, like fate. You believe in fate, Mallory? Maybe. Want not too happy. You to go for a ride and talk about it? No more meat.
3: I eat what I want. So what? I mean, this fucking food here, you pray after you eat. It's
0: just that I don't want you to clog up your arteries and just keel over here at the
3: table. (laughs) I don't fucking cry. It turns me off.
2: I haven't cried in 15 years, and you still haven't touched
3: me. Uh, How about him?
2: You were drunk, and you thought you were in Mallory's room. That's why we have, Kevin. What? You mean Mallory's my mom? (laughs)
3: Do Kid, look! What say? How would the meat man? Back before dawn. Love Mallory. Bitch. He you stole your car. My car? Who that meat man cocksucker. I broke her in and he grabbed her. I'll fix his ass too. Call the cops. Come on. Hey!